Well, aloha from Maui, Hawaii. It's Michael Benner with today's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. Today is, as we do this live anyway, Sunday, June 24th of 2012. It's 1 o'clock Pacific time, 4 o'clock in the east. It's uh, about 10 in the morning here in Maui, Hawaii. 20 hours, Greenwich, or Universal Time. Though the vast majority of you tend to listen to this through replay-on-demand podcast or streaming from the agelesswisdom.com site. But you're always welcome to join us live for the class, and that allows feedback and interactivity. Our uh, analysis of statistics shows that over 95% of the people that listen to this program do listen as replay on demand, either, as they say, to the streaming of audio from the website or the podcast out of the iTunes store. But um, as the class grows, I'm sure more of you will come to the live event, and hopefully we can solicit your questions, your comments, and maybe even some discussion. At least we're looking forward to that as class size grows. I'm very happy with the number of people that are listening on demand from all over the world. It's wonderful. Appreciate all the positive comments. I wanted to mention my TED Talk, by the way. It's taken a nice jump in the number of views recently. And if you've not yet seen my TED Talk on YouTube, you can simply search Michael Benner and emotional intelligence. I think that's probably the best way to find it. Just go to YouTube, log in if you have an account, but you don't really need one. If you do log in, you can leave a comment, though, something sincere, hopefully, and honest. I did have a hacker come in and sort of litter the site with uh, spam tags at one point. Somebody I upset. I don't know why or how, but any, anyway... The vast majority of comments are sincere, and I really value it. So uh, whether you have an account or are able to log in or not, you can always watch the video. TED Talks, I'm sure you're familiar with. Just go to YouTube, and then Michael Benner, Emotional Intelligence, or TEDx. They're the independent TED Talks, so you could type uh, just TED or TEDx, and Michael Benner, you'll be able to see my presentation from a few months ago on emotional intelligence. That's exactly what we're going to continue talking about today in our class. Today is part three of our six-part series on the FLY program, Feeling Like Yourself, a program that I've taught for years and years and years to individuals and couples and Larger groups, public seminars, it was even the centerpiece in many ways, this six-session package to a year-long training that I did when I had a school in Los Angeles in what we called meditative hypnosis as a career training, teaching people to be instructors or facilitators of both meditation and hypnotherapy because they're so closely allied 
And yet there are so many meditators that know virtually nothing about hypnosis and not very many hypnotherapists know very much about meditation. It's rather, rather odd. And I've always been interested in both. They both involve exactly the same alpha brainwave level, that channel of narrow awake. Brainwave-wise, the frequency is about 10 cycles per second. You know, normal wide awake, your attention is scattered and usually driven by anxiety. The alpha brainwave level that's common to meditation and self-hypnosis, we call it narrow awake. It's one of many terms, actually, we have for it. It is, on the other hand, uh, a matter of being really stressed and anxiety-free, and your attention is focused rather than scattered. So where would you like to live? Well, much of the time we have to live in the more common wide-awake beta state driven by our anxieties and our fears and our worries and attention being scattered. But you should know whether you call it meditation or self-hypnosis, whether it's a state employed by a hypnotherapist or, gosh, it has so many other names, contemplation or reflection, uh, introspection, biofeedback, autogenics, all these different terms for the alpha brainwave state, narrow awake, where our attention is focused, where it's easy to concentrate and we're largely free of stress and anxiety. And that's sort of between awake and asleep, about 10 cycles per second, plus or minus, if you ever had access to any EG. I don't suppose it's likely that you ever would, but a simple biofeedback device also provides the feedback that you need to see yourself getting more and more relaxed, safer and safer. I've been teaching this material for 40 years, and it's stunning to me. I guess I was just naive. I thought when I discovered meditation and self-hypnosis and yoga and uh, mysticism, Eastern philosophy, the idea of contemplation back in the early 70s, largely as an alternative to the psychedelic drug experience of the 60s, something more real, something more organic, uh, a spiritual high. I thought certainly by this time that everybody would be practicing some form of deep relaxation for the benefits, whether it's sports psychology or applied as accelerated learning, Our topic today, which is emotional intelligence and healing emotional hurt and heartache, surely I thought by the 80s, everybody would have discovered this information. Well, it didn't happen. I mean, many people have, thousands, hundreds of thousands, perhaps worldwide millions of people are meditators now or contemplative. They have some sort of practice of contemplation. They've heard of the alpha brainwave state. We've got a lot of research that includes the use of MRIs and CAT scans and PET scans that show 
the neuroplasticity of the brain and the ability to change the wiring of the brain to literally grow gray matter in deeply relaxed states. I mean, when you're in normal, wide-awake consciousness, your brain does not grow after a certain age. But regardless of age, when you employ the deep and profound relaxation of literally any meditative or contemplative practice, you literally grow the brain. You grow gray matter and a greater proliferation of neurons, of, of course, capillaries that feed uh, the blood and nutrients and oxygen to that area. You can literally have a bigger brain and be smarter. So many people have come along uh, just hasn't grown as fast as I thought it would in the last 40 years. And my goodness, where has time gone? So this is our topic today. I'm going to talk about it a little bit here in the free forum. We'll do a little meditation exercise right here. This program, of course, is podcast as well. And if, if you want to leave me a comment or ask a question, you can do that with the text box in front of you on the lower left of the screen if you're on the web now or if you're on the telephone or Skype, star 2 will flag you and I can unmute one at a time callers. So we'll check that, see if anybody has a question or a comment. On our topic for the day, which is healing emotional hurt and heartache, our first fly program a couple of weeks ago was about self-love and the importance, the necessity even, of taking ownership for the love in your life, understanding that all of your emotional feelings, beginning with love, are responses to the world around you, that life is not done to you, although the vast majority of people play helpless victim. They see themselves only as targets or effects of life. They believe that somebody can make another person feel a feeling that they don't really want to feel, that I could make you angry or upset you. And the truth is, most people are easily upset. Even somebody exposed to these principles, somebody who practices this understanding, is going to need a minute or two to reorient themselves if they're being attacked verbally or emotionally, if they're being insulted, especially publicly, or by somebody that they're close to, that they're vulnerable with, that they love. It would take uh, anybody short of uh, a Christ or a Buddha a couple of minutes to reorient themselves, to breathe, to relax, to remember that the feeling is really their personal and subjective response to the situation, and to give up the helplessness and the victimization that is the reaction that most people have to being hurt. Well, we start with taking ownership and responsibility for the love in our lives. If you're empty and lonely and you're trying to 
create a relationship with someone else who's empty and lonely and neither of you have love in your lives, the idea of filling each other up out of your emptiness is pretty ridiculous if you stop to think about it. And yet that's what we try to do and that's why most relationships last 30 to 90 days at most. What we do temporarily, the reason it even seems to work, is we take the fear away, the fear that we may be ultimately unlovable, the fear and stress and anxiety born of not really knowing what's so lovable about us. And this person seems interested, so we relax. Our love, our life force comes in, we feel wonderful and give them credit. Then when our anxiety slowly begins to return, because it is our fear and our nervousness and our anxiety, because we gave our new partner, our new friend and lover, credit for the love we allowed ourselves to feel by letting go of fear, we now hold them responsible for the fact that our empty spots are coming back. And hence, most relationships last 30 to 90 days. So that was fly number one, self-love. What does it mean to understand yourself, to love yourself, to know thyself? As all ancient philosophers agreed thousands and thousands of years ago, that's really what it's all about. And know thyself is about understanding love, knowing that love is Not only something you've already got, but the essence of who you are. Love is the only thing that's real. Love is the only thing that lasts. And I think most people in the material world realize that life has to be about more than material things, but we're not sure what. And again, because of our level of evolution at this point, most of us haven't matured or evolved to the point that we're able or willing to take ownership of the love in our lives. That's where we began a couple of weeks ago. Then last week, we talked about the same concept in terms of healing childhood hurt. And how do we use this alpha brainwave level, this narrow, awake, meditative, contemplative level of mind, to regress ourselves and take the awareness of the adult we've become back to those deep childhood memories in the subconscious mind and understand on a deeper level what we never could have understood when we were a little kid. Today, what we're going to talk about in the premium training at length, and I really hope you can join us for that, remember... All of these programs, whether it's this free forum that you're listening to now, either live or by podcast or streaming, the premium audio that follows is the same deal. That replay is available. You can download it as an MP3. It's not podcast, but you can save the URL and the password and go back and listen anytime you want. And I also suggest that you download the MP3. Remember that just as we update a couple of hours after this free forum, the telephone quality recording with a CD quality recording 
We do that for the premium training also. It can take anywhere from 8 to 12 hours to to do that. But eventually, um, before another day goes by, we will post the CD quality version in place of the telephone quality version for the replay on demand. And so that's in both this free forum and the premium uh, the additional 90 minutes that follows is a premium audio. If you're enrolled, we'll see you at uh, about 15 minutes from right now. If you have yet to enroll, you can get on over there. Either now while I talk to you, you can open up another window in your browser and enroll for pocket change. Or during the three or four minute break we have between the two classes, and it's very easy to do with your bank card, your credit or debit or ATM card. And uh, the thank you page will have the URL and the password that you need to access the premium audio. And we'll go into depth. That's all available. The registration and enrollment process is very easy to do at theagelesswisdom. Dot com. So get on over there if you haven't done that yet. You can enroll for a single class or a 13-week quarter or a full year. In each situation, in each case, getting a deeper and a deeper discount at theagelesswisdom.com. After the W's, it's theagelesswisdom.com. Then click on webinars and premium training and you can sign up. Wham, bam. The thank you page again will have the URL you need for the upcoming class and the password. So be sure and save that. And then if you enroll for successive weeks, you'll get an email with that information in it a few hours before each class. Okay. So today is part three, healing current emotional hurt and heartache. And then Next week, we're going to do problem-solving, and the week after that, decision-making, and then part six of the FLY program, Feeling Like Yourself. We're going to talk about a number of things, peak performance, really, as in sports psychology, uh, academics and scholastics, that is accelerated learning, and we'll also touch a little on pain control and healing. So three classes on emotional responsibility, two on mental problem-solving and decision-making, and one on peak performance, covering all three parts of the self, emotional, mental, and physical, in a nice little tight package. So it would be real nice to have all six of these available that you can, again, download as an MP3 and put on your... uh, smartphone or your iPad or your iPod or however you manage your music. These are like very long songs. (laughs) That's all. The podcast, of course, goes in the podcast library on your iTunes or other music player, aggregator, what have you. The uh, premium training, that audio, when you download that, you just treat it like a 90-minute song and just put it in your music library, make a playlist, and it's easy to put it on a smartphone or an iPod, iPad, whatever device you'd like. Now, here's the important principle we're going to talk about today. This is the bottom line. Let's cut to the chase. 
emotions are not thoughts and therefore are not usually reasonable. Think about this. If you're emotional hurt, your upset, your anger, your sadness, your depression, your anxieties and fears, your worries and doubts and nervousness, any so-called negative feeling that hurts. If they were by and large reasonable emotions, they'd be thoughts because reasoning is a thought process. So when you try to understand your feelings with your mental intelligence, and it's likely you're a very intelligent person, so why not? It makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't I be able to think my way through to an understanding of an emotional feeling? Well, you're using the wrong key to unlock the door. You're, you're using thoughts to understand feelings. The truth is most of what people describe as feelings are really their thoughts about their feelings, their opinions about how they feel. And this is even more true for men, generally speaking, than women. There are some very sensitive men. There are, of course, a few insensitive women that don't seem to have access to their intuitive nature. But by and large, women are better at this. Their experience tends to be more emotional. They're more right-brained, if you will. Or men are more cognitive and uh, mental in their approach. They like to think their way through things. And we often see this when couples argue or disagree. Uh, women want to talk about their feelings. And men are usually, no, 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 no. Let's be reasonable. Let's talk about, let's just reason our way through, and then we'll talk about your silly feelings, right? And the women said, no, 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 we need to talk about how I feel, and I would really like to know how you feel, ideally, and then we'll get to your silly thoughts and reasons. And I, frankly, I got to tell you that I think the women are right in this. You really, you really do need to deal with the feelings before you go to the reasons. But you can't commingle the two to any great extent. I mean, there's a little overlap and crossover. What I think about your feelings and the way in which your thoughts stimulate my feelings. There is some back and forth. There's no question about that. Your emotional nature stimulates thought patterns and your thoughts bring up certain emotions. And we really have to factor in the third element of the Trinity, which is your behavior and even your physical health, right? So it's emotion, thought, and behavior and health. It's like a triangle or a three-legged stool. Uh, any one leg of that triangle, if you change its length or the angle where it comes together at the corner, it's going to affect the length and the angle of the other parts of the triangle. You can't change one without affecting the other. But having said that, emotions are an intelligence that's very different from the mental nature. And by and large, logic or mental reasoning is of little help. 
you need to use intuition. Intuition or free association is the first thing that pops into your head. It's an awareness of feeling in a way that is almost cognitive, but it's non-logical. I'm not going to say intuition is illogical, but I will say it's non-logical. And you have to develop your intuition, as we'll describe today in the premium training, to have any understanding what your emotional feelings mean. And it's that understanding, often called awareness or consciousness in mysticism and philosophy, that understanding resolves emotional hurt and heartache. Now, we talked last week in fly number two about how to do this with old hurt from childhood. Much of it's suppressed. But what about a a hurt that's pending right now? How do you do that with an emotional feeling of sadness or anger or, you know, it could be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Apathy. I kept thinking antipathy. (laughs) Apathy. Even apathy is a feeling. That's what we're going to talk about today. Close your eyes and take a breath and relax. And just reflect for a moment on the difference between reasoning. Well, if this is true and that's true, in this case, in that case, well, if I eliminate what doesn't work, I could get down to what's left. Logic, deduction, Reflect on how different that is from intuition, from trusting the very first awareness or realization that pops into your head, like a light bulb coming on, sometimes flooding your brain with a feeling of, oh, I see, I get it, and you didn't reason your way to it. That's what we'll be talking about. Wish I had more time for you. Hope you can join us at the premium training. Again, register at theagelesswisdom.com. Hold on to that URL and that password. And we'll see you next week here on the free forum. As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui, Hawaii.